0: then grab your water bottle and/or your cup of coffee, pull up your chair, and let's dive in. Hey, ladies! Alrighty, so today we are diving right into talking about calorie deficit and when should you stop being in deficit. So this past weekend, I was surrounded by some absolute amazing women. And then I came back into town and I was talking to quite a few clients. But more importantly, I get this question quite often. And the one thing that all of these women have in common is that question of how long should I be in deficit? And when do I know When I should stop. So I was like, man, this would be a great podcast episode because I want to dive right into this topic and really help you guys understand why we are only in calorie deficit for a period of time and the importance of really paying attention to our body and the signs that our body is giving us so we know when we should stop calorie deficit and and why that's the most important part right when we learn more about these topics and understand more about the process of losing weight and but not just losing weight but losing body fat and being able to sustain it for a long term right we need to understand the why and and the depth of these topics. So then that way we can put them into action. So um, the first thing of why we do not stay in deficit forever is because that's not how you maintain your results, right? You maintain your results when you start refeeding your body and refueling your body slowly to build up to where your body likes to be at maintenance. Now I think there's this myth that seems to be going around too because I talk to a lot of women about this as well is there's a lot of fear around going in and losing weight but then it's kind of like why would I want to add calories back in in fear of gaining that weight back, right? It's very contradictory and so what I want to really remind you guys is that the goal in deficit is weight loss, right? There's always a goal with what we're doing. So in deficit, the goal is weight loss. However, in order to sustain that weight loss, you can't live in deficit for the rest of your life. Your body is going to adapt and it's going to start having some major side effects um, that aren't good uh, if you stay in that low calorie deficit, right? That's not where we maintain our results we have to slowly start adding those calories back in, which is the reverse diet phase, um, and build our metabolisms up, our calories up, to really get our metabolisms functioning at their peak while maintaining those results. So your results you achieve in calorie deficit are going to be maintained in that maintenance phase. And the way you get there is by reversing and slowly adding calories back in to build up to that maintenance level, okay? The next thing to keep in mind, you guys, is that you don't have to be in deficit for that full 12 to 16 weeks. If you are happy with your progress and you are achieving your goals or have achieved your goals in, say, four, five, six weeks then absolutely you should start adding calories back in and reversing up to maintenance to maintain those results in your progress, right? You do not have to stay in calorie deficit for 12 to 16 weeks, just because that is like the average time period or the most that you wanna be in that place. You do not have to be there 12 to 16 weeks if you have already achieved your goal in four, five, six weeks, right? You might have like a mini cut and that's fantastic. So really keep that in mind um, on when you should stop calorie deficit. If you are happy with your progress, then absolutely get out and start refeeding your body. Like, Why wouldn't we want to eat more food, right? We don't wanna live in deficit for longer than what we need to. So the next thing is, you guys, if nothing is changing and you are not making progress, if nothing is happening, it's time to pivot a little bit, right? If nothing is changing, we need to make some small little tweaks in order to get your body to respond. So if you have been in calorie deficit for a period of time and you have not started making progress, then we need to really evaluate and more than likely we need to add a little bit more calories back in to get your body responding. I've worked with so many women that they will get started on their deficit calories and realize that their bodies are just kind of stuck. Right. Well, what happens is if they don't kind of start pre-tracking ahead of time and we calculate everything out, if their past diet history, they were eating way too little of calories, then the calories I have calculated out for them based on their BMR, their activity level, their workouts, right? this whole calculation that I do, if I don't take into consideration their past diet history, then absolutely they could not be losing weight because really it has so much to do with their past diet history, right? Their bodies, their metabolisms could be adapted to a lower level of calories. Well, what do we do? We have to slowly add calories back in to get their metabolisms functioning for them instead of working against them. But that's just one example. So the other example is maybe we've taken that into consideration, your past diet history. I do that with all of my clients. I don't just give them a calculation. I really dive deep into each one of their past diet histories, how they have been eating, their eating patterns, as well as their BMR, their daily activity expenditure, their workouts, so on and so forth, right? All of that is taken in consideration. And I give them some their calorie allotment as well as macro breakdown, and then they get started and we assess everything. Right? So much of that has to do with their biofeedback. And their biofeedback is the way their body is responding to what they're feeding it, right? So more than likely their body needs a little more calories in order to respond. And so that small little pivot, it could be just adding in a little more calories. 50 calories can be a game changer, you guys. Um, And then like I said, the biofeedback. That to me is the single most important thing that needs to be looked at here. When we are in calorie deficit, If your biofeedback is in the dumps, if it is suffering, then it is time to add in a few more calories, right? Why would we want to go through this life trying to lose weight, trying to feel better, right? The whole goal is to improve our quality of life, is to improve our confidence, is to be healthier and happier from the inside out, right? How do we do that And why would we want to do that going through life with sleeping horribly, with being so irritable and moody, right? With being hangry all the time, with, you know, all of this negative biofeedback, right? Wouldn't you rather think about like, oh my gosh, I can actually lose weight and learn to sleep better and have better digestion and have more energy and be burning fat and like feeling good and energized, like that's really possible? (laughs) Yeah, absolutely, right? So biofeedback should be your number one indicator of the direction that you're headed with your weight loss, right? If that is not going well and is in the dumps, you need to add in a little more calories, right? If it's going really well and you are having just you know, like a little bit of weight loss, but it's not pushing that two pound mark, right? Like a lot of women, we're, we're looking for trying for that one to two pounds a week, right? We want to make sure that we are giving your body enough fuel on a day to day basis. But we also want to make sure that we are in a calorie deficit. So it's really this mathematical equation that is so important that we do not cut calories so hard that your body's biofeedback suffers, right? So what we can do is if you're working on getting, say, like one pound a week consistently, but you are wanting to get closer to that two pound a week mark, maybe it's just taking back, cutting back like 50 calories, right? Like I said before, adding 50 calories in and taking away 50 calories, that little bit right there can be a game changer, you guys. So really be paying attention out of all of these things to your biofeedback. So when you're thinking about, oh my gosh, when do I stop calorie deficit? Like how long do I go? If your biofeedback starts tanking, right? If your results start slowing down, your progress starts slowing down, um, in that process you add in a few more calories and it might improve for a short period of time, but it kind of goes stagnant again then more than likely, we need to start reversing you and build you up to maintenance, right? I know that we wanna be the ones that decide when that happens, but really, ultimately, it's your body. Your body is going to be the number one giveaway of when it's time. Now, we never wanna be counterproductive, so be sure, you guys, that you are paying attention to all of these things, that you are pivoting when you need to pivot, that you are listening to your biofeedback, you're paying attention to the way you're feeling, you know, paying attention to your energy, your digestion, how your sleep is going, right? Like all of those different variables have so much to do with when you should start reversing and get out of that calorie deficit. Most importantly, you want to live majority of your life throughout the year in maintenance. And if you have quite a bit of weight loss, right, you might be in deficit three max, four times throughout the year depending on how long you're in calorie deficit. But if you're there for 12 to 16 weeks, It's going to take time for you to add calories back in slowly to build up to where your maintenance level of calories is. And then you need to maintain that for at a bare minimum the period of time you were in deficit, right? Because we want your metabolism to get used to that higher level. So then when you go back down into your deficit, you have phenomenal results. Your body responds because. You are doing this the proper way, right? That is why it's so important to phase your nutrition, trust the process, and really work those phases in order for you to get the most fat loss for your time period and deficit. So ultimately, answering your question of when should I stop calorie deficit, if you take into consideration each of those things and you make those little pivots, and if things only change for a couple of weeks and then they go back, that is your key indicator that it is time to get out of deficit and to start reversing. So I hope you guys, this was very clear. I hope it really kind of just answers and nails that question for you. Um, and if you guys have any questions, please email me at fitbodybyjess at gmail.com. I am a complete open book and my goal and mission is to just truly help you and teach you about these diet phases and the importance of them and to really just trust the process and lean in so we can heal your metabolism and we can get it working for you instead of against you and you crushing your goals and truly living a life with confidence and happiness and health from the inside out. So I hope you guys have a fantastic Friday, a great weekend, and I will see you back for our next Quick Tip Tuesday. Hey there, real quick before you guys head out, if you've enjoyed this episode, be sure you head on over to Apple iTunes and click subscribe to be notified of upcoming episodes released. If this podcast has been of value to you in some way, please take your time and leave a written review as well. I seriously would be so grateful. You guys, I'm so excited every single time I hear from you guys and see that this show has truly impacted you in some way. The next thing that you can do that is tons of fun is take a screenshot of this episode and or of the review you leave and share it over on your Instagram stories and tag me at Body by Jess. B-O-D-Y-B-Y-J-E-S-S. Again, you guys, thank you so much for being here. I'm so incredibly grateful for you and the opportunity to truly add as much value as I possibly can to you and your family's lives. Until next time, you guys.